Hello, and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Hall and Patrick Terry. We're two dads with a love for movies. Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids, as well as movies we have seen without them. Good morning, Patrick. How's it going? I'm pretty good, Jeff. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good so far for this Monday morning in mid-November, which is nuts. Right. All right. All right. All right. We, we hear quicker than anything. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, man. How are things? What's new? Things are going well. As I mentioned before we started recording, Kyla got her car. Decent mileage for the year that it, that it is. 2002 Chevy Impala. So she sent pictures. Go. Everything looks good on it. She just has one thing to do is get a cord for the horn. So cord and then for the horn. Yep. And then they're switching the title over. Okay. And then I'll possibly add her to my insurance if I can. That way, okay. you know, because I think they're still going to keep the other car. But oh, okay. try to get it fixed a little cheaper than what they were wanting. So, okay. but you know, the positive, she's got her own car, be her car, <laughs> like exactly. literally her car that she bought. So she's excited about that. She's already got new mats and a steering wheel cover. She's oh, already hooking it awesome. up. <laughs> yep. Wait, she, tell her what she tell her what she should do instead of getting a cord for the horn. Just get an air horn and just rig up an air horn. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Louder. For sure. Hey, hey, someone cuts her off. <laughs> kind of confused. I'm like, what was that? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, she was wanting to get a car that had backup camera and Bluetooth and all that. But, you know, she can add that. If you she know, needs a bit. CD player, if she needs a CD player with anti-skip, I might be able to hook her up. <laughs> Got the cassette to put in the cassette player, too, and everything. I don't think it has, it has a <laughs> CD player, but doesn't have a cassette deck, which is yeah. weird. I thought I had I thought I yeah. had both, but I couldn't make out the the pictures kind of blurry, so it might be in there. Yeah, yeah. But I meant to ask her if the if the windows were, you know, power or manual. Oh, auto, yeah, yeah. I kind of miss having every the manual. About say every 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 kid should at least have their first car be one with with uh, manual window yeah. things. Yeah. It keeps them humble that way. That way, whenever you get a car with all kinds of bells and whistles, and you're like. Appreciate this it. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple of cars she looked at had the stick shift and all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. But she says she's driven. She's driven mm-hmm. a car with stick shift. So, but she's worried because all the hills they have there. And uh, yes. So, like, yeah, I don't know. Do yeah, I thing. mean, I guarantee after like a couple of weeks, she'll have it yeah. down. Like, she, because I mean, I, I, my second car. Yeah. My second car was 94 Ford Escort. Still, I still say out of all the cars I've owned, it's my second favorite because my Outback currently is my favorite. But that to this day, that 94 Escort, it's still one of my favorites. It was a five-speed hatchback, but the the cover in the back behind the seats was, mm-hmm. you could remove it. So it would have like just an open trunk. Okay, okay. So and you could put the seats down. I was able to put a full-size mattress and box spring with the seats down, just slide it through. Wow. Yeah. I, I hauled all kinds of stuff on that thing. It was amazing. And it got it had some get up and go. I had never driven the stick until I had that one. And now mind you, grew up in the Ozarks. Nothing but hills. Yeah. Okay. And it just yeah, and it I was I got so frustrated, but I mean my my grandfather and my mom took me would take me to elementary school about a mile and a half down the road and it was on a hill and we were just They'd park it on the hill and like, all right, start her up, but let's go. Yeah. Had to learn okay. how to start from, ooh, I have never, and I honestly think it was the first time, me, while well, learning to drive that car was the first time I think I ever cursed in front of my grandfather. Not to him, but yeah. just in his presence. <laughs> and, it, and it didn't, like, it wasn't, oh, sorry. It, it was, I just kept doing it. And it wasn't, <laughs> I told him after, I go, as you can see, I'm slightly frustrated. <laughs> None of this is directed towards you. And he would just chuckle. It's like, I know, I know. Just you'll get it. You'll get it, big guy. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> just and just one and like most things, just one day you get it. Yeah. And then don't lose it. And yeah, going up and driving back and forth between Springfield and Branson and all those hills. I mean, the hills have gotten a little bit flatter. Just 
over time in construction, winding lanes True. and everything. It's not near as adventurous, we'll say, okay. <laughs> as it used to be. But no, I, I loved that car. It was an amazing vehicle. But yeah, I think, she, I hope she yeah, gets, I hope Kyla gets all kinds of use out of that car. Yeah, I hope so. Hope she gets some good years, you know, before she, before the time comes to get another one, you know. Hopefully it'll be her choice to change out, you know. But I was happy that she got good mileage because she was wanting something low mileage that didn't cost much. Yeah. Everything up to that point was like high mileage, price was bad, or the interior was messed yeah. up, some accident, you know, so. Yeah. Yep. I feel it. Yeah. Well, good for her, man. Good for her. Yeah, pretty uneventful week, I think, for us, thankfully. Yeah. Um, nothing wrong with it. I'm happy for it. We chilled for most of the week, and yeah, I got, you know, I, I think one of my favorite things this weekend was Saturday. It's a big game, for me at least, for the Missouri Tigers taking on University of Tennessee at home. at, at or Sorry, in Columbia, Missouri. So, yeah. And what was expected to be a very, very close game, because, in fact, I think most odds were had. I saw odds were at Tennessee by two and a half. And Tennessee was ranked 13th, Missouri ranked 14th. Both had 72 records. And that first quarter, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to keep it competitive. Yeah. And then Missouri just went on a tear for the rest of the game. And one thirty-six to seven. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Several of our I got a couple of text messages from several of our coworkers. Mm-hmm. From them, not from me sending to them, because I'm not I usually don't you know talk a lot of you know trash talk and all that stuff. Cause yeah. it's to me it's that's not fun. Kind of yeah. kinda kinda productive. Yeah. But yeah, they I, I did <laughs> receive a few text messages. One of them said, "It's like, man, their coach better get their Tennessee's coach better, you know, better get better figure something out because, you know, they're not gonna, you know, the fans are gonna let you're gonna be happy with bubble bubble." I'm like, they're gonna be going to another bowl game. Like they're they're good. Like they're yeah, they're a good team. They just you know just when they're just not gonna you know blah blah blah. I said, well, then they play. We'll see. The thing is, Tennessee plays Georgia next. Mm. Yeah. That's going to be even, that's, yeah, it's going to be rough. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm, and my thinking is, is this, it's really going to be difficult to stay positively motivated of we can totally take Georgia. Mm -hmm. Oh, if you could, to me, my thinking is if you couldn't stop Missouri's running game, how in the world are you going to stop Georgia's running game, which is, and I'll be the first one to admit is better, is as good, if not better than Missouri's. Yeah. Because Missouri lost to Georgia by nine, which still was very close, and that game stayed close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> y'all are gonna have to. Fi- your defense is really gonna have to figure something out. Step it up. Yeah. Yep. And then Missouri has Florida coming up, so that Knockwood should be. A f- I mean, compared to compared to the last couple of games, should be a little more chill, I guess we'll say. Yeah. Missouri has a chance to win the rest of the season. Because they have Florida this week, and then they'll have Arkansas. And Arkansas is as bad as Vanderbilt. So, if not worse, yeah. honest. So, we'll see. I'm excited for this team. I'm very happy for them. Very proud of them. And, yeah, it's just been a fun ride. This entire season has been a fun ride. Yeah. And if next season they go back down to winning six games and that's it, all right. Just is what it is, you know. True. We, yeah. That's the beauty about being a Missouri Tigers fan. You're just happy with what you get. Yeah. You know, we don't have like UT or Alabama or Georgia expectations. <laughs> we just, just happy go with out what there we have, yeah. yeah. Just go out there, have fun, do the thing. We get a win. Awesome. Well, it's a good game. Good yeah. competitive. Yeah. Just, just go on. But they're having a hell of a season. And I'm, I'm here for it. So. And then York and I went, thanks to his mom. His mom, first of all, York's mom got a much-needed promotion, and I'm very, very excited for her, very proud of her. No one deserves it more than her with the Mm -hmm. amount of hours she puts in. 
So congrats to her for sure. And then, but her boss had two two tickets to the Preds game Saturday that he wouldn't use, and yeah. just you know asked Beth if they if she wanted them. She's like, well, he works with his dad. I'll see if he wants them. And then, so we I said two free tickets. Yeah, yeah, we're not doing anything. So yeah. we that's what we did. We went, you know, we York and I went had free tickets, great seats up right by three hundred level, but it's perfect. Just right there on the corner, you could see everything. Mm-hmm. It's the aisle seat and the one next to it, oh, my favorite. <laughs> and yeah. so we, <clears throat> so we got to have a good, you know, good daddy duder bonding time. And and Preds didn't have as good their first period. They were doing okay, and much like the Predators have been doing that second period, they just don't they they can't do anything right. <laughs> just yeah. everything work. The forces work against them in the second period. And then in the third period, it just seemed like both teams were getting tired. It's just that the Arizona Coyotes just were less tired, I guess. Okay. And they ended up, the Preds ended up losing seven to five, like no defense. Wow. For either team, really, to be honest. (laughs) It was still a fun time. We still had to, we still had a blast. And then, then, so, you know, York and I had got to have some good bonding time and then, Sunday we went and saw the Marvels. York didn't want to go, so he stayed home. So Grace and I got to have some good bonding time. Then we came back, picked up York, and we went to the mall. And the kids did a little bit of shopping. Then we came home, and yeah, and niece Jillian came over so for dinner and for a little bit. Hadn't seen her in a while. And then that was my night. That was our weekend. Yeah, work's just been ridiculous, but it's it's work <laughs> for sure. Right. right, it's just been it's. I don't know. For it being for it being November, it's got a lot of summer vibes still going on. It's, it feels like yeah. I've noticed a lot of you no know, calls when I was like, man, is it not <laughs> right. fall winter? You know yeah, exactly. Winter, 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 winter. But oh, and also this weekend, Friday, my niece turned five. Yo, yep. all right. Yeah, so they got Golly. her cake, some Barbie, Barbie to- toys. She got her, my sister got her Nintendo Switch Lite. Nice. The Animal Crossing version, so it came with that yep. free, and got she a Paw Patrol game and Pepper Pig. So, yep. Uh, Grayson likes the Paw Patrol games. Yeah. Okay. And Kirby. Like. Kirby's a good one too, but yeah, might, what, she might still be a little bit young for Kirby, but yeah, I'm trying to try to get her something for Christmas, get her a game for Christmas, or yeah, yeah, trying to figure out a good one. So I'll see how she does with these games, and then I can kind of gauge. There you go. Yeah. York and I, Friday night, we ended up playing on the PlayStation 4, and we were playing Battlefront 2. Okay. Battlefront 2, the Star Wars one. Yeah. And and we hadn't played that game since his Xbox went kaput. So we we got the PS4, we went and I picked that one up. It's like, well, we had a blast playing that. We'll play it again. I'll be damn thick. Stupid camera things spinning around on my controller. His is fine. Yeah. Tried restarting the controller and all that. We looked at York, looked up videos on how to clean the controller. It wasn't helping us. So what we ended up, I said, you know what? We'll just go to Target and get a new one. <laughs> so that's what we did. We just went to Target, got a new one. And I'm beginning to, th- I'm like, beginning to think York knows things like this ahead of time. <laughs> like this oh, is playing. He, he gave you that controller. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is how we're going to get a new one. So we got a new controller. Works just fine. Yeah. Well, by that, I mean the camera thing's not, wasn't an issue anymore. Mm-hmm. I lost quite a bit, too, like playing, because like, I'm not good at that. Yeah. I try, but it, yours just better. Yeah. If I won, if I won around, it was out of pure dumb luck. We'll just say that. Yeah. But while we were, while we were at Target, I did pick up Street Fighter Six because... I love Street Fighter because it is basically just Mortal Kombat without the ridiculous violence. Yeah, true. But what cracks me up about this Street Fighter is that these characters are so, like, juiced and just, like, comedically. Not even comic book, you know, like, comic book jacked. Like but action like action figure. <laughs> like, comedically just ridiculous looking. I'm like, what in the world is going on yeah. in this game? Yeah, Ugh. yeah. I checked out a demo of it. I'm like, nah, I'm okay. <laughs> Man, we're we so we we spent a lot of time yesterday morning and 
yesterday morning and Saturday. Yeah, Saturday afternoon after I got off work. And it was just before we went to the before we went to the hockey game. And it was just it's so funny. I mean, it's fun. It's 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 a lot of fun. York with my bud. We played a little bit Friday and then in York kicked my tail Friday. Saturday I kicked his tail. So Sunday morning he was ready. Like yeah. he was just ready. He's like, I, I can't it's not sitting me sitting well with me that you were beating me as much as you did yesterday. Dang. And that's how that's how his brain works and it cracks me up all the time. Yeah. And so and so yeah, I said, Don't worry, man, I'm sure you'll what my butt today is just, you know, things just go in waves. Yeah. And it went about half and half. Like right now, like where it shows like a percentage of who's won how many. Mm-hmm. I think we're right at like forty eight fifty two. Like I think I'm still edging him out just a little bit. Competitive. Oh, he's so competitive. God bless that kid. Yeah. I have and I'm not, and which I think bothers him even more. Because <laughs> I'm just so nonchalant about it and he and it's driving him nuts instead. Yeah. How can you be so laid back and whooping my butt? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Peace be with you. <laughs> yeah. I, re- I restarted Gotham Knights. I restarted that. Because it got to a point where when I started, I'm like, I don't even know what I did <laughs> to get to this point. So yeah. I'm just starting over from scratch. <laughs> Arkham Knight, I have two more villains. I got to get the Riddler okay. and Deathstroke. So once I get okay. them, then I can get hopefully get the true ending. But the Riddler, I got to find all of his trophies. Yeah. And I know there's over 200, probably 300. So I'm going to be on that Ooh. for a while. Yeah. yeah. So I, I haven't tried yet. But remember, mm-hmm. I was having a problem with the Arkham games with the yeah. camera thing moving. So I'm hoping I'm going to cross my fingers. Maybe I could try tonight. Yeah. Cross my fingers. I'm going to try and put it in and see if that, using the new controller, see if that did the trick. Yeah. If not, then, if not, if it doesn't work, I ordered the Arkham Trilogy for the Switch. Okay. So yeah. I have it. I pre-ordered it. So it'll be here in like a month or so. Yeah, it was supposed to come out this month, but it got yeah. kind of pushed back, which I think they had issues with Arkham City and Arkham Knight because Asylum's on the cartridge. Yeah. That's the other, rest you, the other two you got to download. And I'm going to get that, too. I'm gonna yeah. probably going to get that Ky- for Kyla, too, because she likes Batman. Yeah. When I have, Whenever I have my, my PS3 hooked up, you play that. So, yeah. yeah. So it's... um. So we'll see. So I, yeah. I've got a fail or fail safe, a backup, I guess we'll say. <laughs> have a backup just in case. Yeah, I shouldn't have any more camera issues though. I don't think so. Yeah. I'm hoping it's just that controller. So but we'll see. All right, let's get let's 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 get into it. So for trailers this week, we got just like last week, we've got uh we got a a good amount. First we have Rebel Moon. Part one, wait, Rebel Moon, dash, part one, colon, A Child of Fire. There we go. That's the new Zack Snyder Netflix. It's a lot of words. (laughs) Sci-fi. Yeah, it's a bit much. Just either call it part one or just call it Rebel Moon, A Child on Fire. Like, just let it be whatever it is. Then when you're promoting, say, hey, this is part one. (laughs) It's just part one of two. Or after all of them come out, then do part one, part two, part three. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. When a peaceful settlement on the edge of a distant moon finds itself threatened by the armies of a tyrannical ruling force, a mysterious stranger living among its villagers becomes their best hope for survival. Yup. Yep, that, that comes out December 22nd, so a month away. Next, also coming to Netflix at an undisclosed date, because <laughs> they don't know yet. Yeah is Damsel, starring Millie Bobby Brown. A dutiful damsel agrees to marry a handsome prince only to find the royal family has recruited her as a sacrifice to repay an ancient debt. Thrown into a cave with a fire-breathing dragon, she must rely on her wits and will to survive. So ready or not with dragons? It kind of seems like it, right? Millie Bobby Brown, Robin Wright, Shori Agadushlu, Nick Robinson, Angela Bassett, Ray Winstone. So, 
directed by Juan Carlos Fresnadillo. Fresnadillo. It looks like hour 25. We at least have a runtime. They just don't have a date. Just 2024. Hmm. Next up for our kids, we have Inside Out 2. Follow Riley in her teenage years, encountering new emotions. And the only one you meet in the teaser trailer is anxiety. And I don't know what other new ones, but yeah, that'll be... That's like anxiety is puberty one. Is that in is that really an emotion? It's more of a phase. Yes. Yeah. Maya Hawk will voice anxiety. And then yeah, reprising their role their voice roles. Liza Lapira as disgust, Tony Hale as fear, Amy Poehler as joy, Phyllis Smith as sadness, and Lewis Black as anger. With Caitlin Diaz as Riley. That is set to come out June 14th next year. So, looks cute and answers that question. Oh, and then next we have Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Or as I would say, Elsa comes to New York. (laughs) Right. When the discovery of an ancient artifact unleashes an evil force, Ghostbusters, new and old, must join forces to protect their home and save the world from a second ice age. Written and directed by Gil Keenan, starring McKenna Grace, Carrie Coon, Paul Rudd, Annie Potts, Emily Aylin Lind, Finn Wolfhard, Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, Pat Oswalt, Dan Aykroyd, Kumail Nanjiani, and oh my goodness, William Atherton coming out of coming back even. If y'all remember, he played Walter Peck and I believe the first Ghostbusters. He was also the redhead reporter in the Die Hard movies, Die Hard 1 and 2. So, yes, great 80s. I'm surprised they got Bill Murray back. (laughs) Uh, Honestly, same. Same. But, yeah. I guess he's done going to ra- going and showing up at random people's weddings <laughs> I guess as a so. guest, you know. So yeah. Oh, I just now saw this one. There is a new animated Garfield movie coming out. Animated feature film based on the popular comic strip about a sarcastic lasagna-loving cat. I want you. I'll give you three guesses who voices Garfield, but I guarantee you will only need one. Is it not Bill Murray this time? <laughs> it's an animated movie. <laughs> it's a kid's animated movie. Lead voice actor. There's only one person that... If I were to tell you, hey, we, we need an actor for an, an animated movie. It's not Chris Pratt. <laughs> it is Chris Pratt. It's 100% Chris Pratt. I bet say, come on. I was look, giving you the look like, bro, this is like a... Because when you said soft, that, like... This is softball mm-hmm. toss. Who's who's been the one that's annoyed people for being voice actors? <laughs> because there's only one. Because apparently there's only one voice actor ever. Apparently. All right. We know two that could easily fill in. I bet Dust. You know what? I bet Dustin from Two Dollar Wait Fee would do a really good Garfield. Because his, vo- yeah, his voice has it. a little more bass and kind of. I can yeah. hear it. Thanks. Is that see? See, yeah. Dustin could do Garfield and Zach could do Odie. There you go. <laughs> or John. Or John. <laughs> oh man. That's it. We're gonna recast we're gonna recast this for him. A recast petition. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. I don't know why, but here we are. And and of course, no no release. Oh wait, here we go. May twenty fourth, twenty twenty four. It's just voice stuff. We could easily just re record it. Or have them re record it. Yeah. Jesus. Meanwhile, also voice acting in the movie is Hannah Waddingham, Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Colt, Brett Goldstein, Ving Rames, Cecily Strong, Bowen Yang, Luke Sinique White. And he had some voice actor named Chris Pratt. (laughs) Oh, and then finally... 
finally coming to Paramount Plus, we have the Mean Girls remake slash musical. The trailer will not lead you to think that it is a musical. Yeah. I'm here to tell you, Patrick, before you watch it, this is a musical. I don't plan on watching it. <laughs> I never watched the first Mean Girls. Then I watched I, the trailer. I was like, I, think I watched it forever ago. Yeah. It feels like. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's been forever ago. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> so this Mean Girls set to release January 12th, 2024. It does say only in theaters January 12th, but I think it's also coming to Paramount Plus, to be honest. Katie Heron is a hit with the plastics and A-list girl click at her new school when she makes the mistake of falling for Aaron Samuels, the ex-boyfriend of Alpha Plastic, Regina George. All that's missing is a killer sloth. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Slother has two. Yeah. Yep. And then we've got a couple of shows. Brother Son starring Michelle Yeoh follows Charles Son, a tape high gangster who settled into his life as a ruthless killer, but must go to L.A. to protect his mother and younger brother after his father was shot by a mysterious assassin. That's coming to Netflix January 4th. So, And Apple TV Plus has Masters of the Air, which is by the same producers as Band of Brothers and The Pacific. Five miles above the ground and beyond enemy lines, 11 men inside a bomber known as a flying fortress battle unrelenting flocks of German fighters. That'll start January 26, starring Barry Kagan and Austin Butler. So, and then lastly, and lastly, is you'll see why this is kind of humorous, unintentional. Mm-hmm. Avatar, The Last Airbender, live action. TV series. Live action adaptation of the animated series centering on the adventures of Aang and his friends who fight to save the world by defending the Fire Nation. Or excuse me, defeating the Fire Nation. Inspected on Netflix February 22nd. As I don't see M. Night on here anywhere, so we should be good. Nothing for directing. And no writing credits either, so we're safe. All right. <laughs> so be God, good. that was a horrible. Oof. Because God, that was a terrible movie. I still haven't I knew, been able to watch it. I, 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 I've, I've known nothing about this animated series. Mm-hmm. And I went to go see that movie because it said M. Night. I'm like, all right. And I still didn't have any interest in seeing it. Yeah. But York's mom and some friends wanted to go, so we went. And I was so mad afterwards. <laughs> it made the Phantom Menace the the script for the Last Airbender made the Phantom Menace Oscar worthy for That's how stale and bad it was. It was so bad. Like so I, I, like I, it was I, like the Phantom Menace of an anime movie. Damn. So like I've I've watched YouTube videos of people talking about it and just you know, pretty much dissecting everything bad. Yeah. And I try watching it, but I fall asleep on it. Like literally, I get I get yeah, so tired. That's how bad. Like, I have to turn it off. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. Cause, yeah, because it's not good. Like it's just boring, and it's just not good. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm. I don't know what he did, but I'm glad he took a break and then came back because he's made a couple of pretty good ones since then. Yeah, he just but you, you maybe just still stay away from certain certain things. <laughs> yeah. Like then Burton should stay away from just stay away from. From our keep to his own original ideas. Yeah. His own IP, I think is what they they like to say. Yeah, stay stay in his zone. All right, let's get to our feature presentation. This week, we went and saw The Marvels, which was released November 10th. This past Friday, November 10th, rated PG-13 with a red time, one hour, 45 minutes. The shortest Marvel movie since it beat out Thor, The Dark World, and The Incredible Hulk from 08. Yeah. It's the shortest movie. But you know what? That's not a bad thing. Not every movie needs to be long and drawn out. 
Keep it short, sure. keep it tight, tell a compelling story. That's all it takes. Not everything needs to be four hours long like the Eternals. <laughs> okay, it was three hours, but still, it was still an hour and a half too long. That says yeah. me at least. <laughs> I think that was should have started off as a series. So you get yes. the character introductions, then, then doing that, the movie would have been better received. Yes. And then they had the nerve to make Eternals too. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I kind of, I, it just reminds me of that, that bit from the office with Kelly. <laughs> she goes, yeah, I've got, I've got a question. <laughs> Number one, how dare you? <laughs> I mean, that's me. that's me with this movie. I'm like, Number one, how dare you? My, my issue with it, it's kind of like the issue I had with the first Captain Marvel and Black Widow. They try to squeeze three stories and like three movies into one instead of giving it time to breathe, you know, introducing all these characters. We don't know anything about which slows things down. And then, right. Yeah. So the series first and the movie, I think it would have turned out better. Yeah. But this one, I'm going to go ahead and say right off the bat, I was pleasantly surprised with it. I did. I had zero expectations. I was like, I just want it to be entertaining and, I don't need it to be anything more than that. I'm not expecting any of my expectations are low at this point for any Marvel or DC movie. I just need it to be entertaining. I don't need it to be the next best thing. I just need it to exist. (laughs) And if it's, I would love for it to be rewatchable. Yeah. That's a a key thing. Yeah. I actually saw it twice because. Okay. I went Friday night to watch the IMAX. And then friend Denisha, she wants to see it, so we met up and watched it in RPX. Okay. And, uh, not not course, Screen X. <laughs> not Screen no. X. You didn't buy. You didn't buy into the to the ads. I'm like, why is it? Why are they really trying to push the Screen X? That's like, no. I mean, Screen X has been out what seven, eight years at this point. Like it's been out since Far From Home. Yeah, because I, I watched. That was one of the first movies I knew of, you know, being released whenever. Because Screen yeah. X is kind of just a weird gimmick. Yeah, that Harley Quinn movie. That was oh, yeah, Birds of Prey. Yeah. Birds of Prey. That was in the Screen X. That's how I watched it. Only because it was the latest time I could go, mm-hmm. you know, for getting off work. And yeah, I was just like, yeah, I don't like this. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna finish the movie, but I won't. I won't do the Screen X. It's distracting. Yeah, I don't need it. Yeah, and it only kicks in during certain action points, and outside of that, it's just blank screens on the side. Oh, that's weird. At least for that movie, I don't know how. Yeah. Other movies have you know right. How it's evolved it. since then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So. Yeah, it was just weird. <laughs> it was weird. I was like, why not IMAX? Screen X seems like a really weird, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because it's like, this, it would have been great about eight or nine years ago, but now it's like, eh. And like, literally, so you had the big screen in front and then two on the side. Now, if they had pushed the screen down a little further mm-hmm. to where, you know, you're just getting kind of like that letterbox watch screen type deal. Right. Cool, but if it's only kicking in for action, it's going to be distracting. It's more of a distract. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but again, it, it could have just been that movie. I haven't watched anything else on Screen X since then. Gotcha. So, but yeah. Yeah. So the Marvels, quick rundown is that Carol Danvers gets her powers entangled with those of Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, and Monica Rambeau, which technically she's never called this in the movie, but her na- her superhero name is Photon, apparently. Yeah. And so forcing them to work together to save the universe. Yeah. So this is Iman Vellani's first feature film. She mm-hmm. was uh, everyone. If you watched Miss Marvel on Disney Plus, she w- or she started as Miss Marvel and obviously is now in the feature. And then you have Tiana Paris, who as Monica Rambeau, who was in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. And that's how she got her powers. And then, of course, Brie Larson is Carol Danvers. You know, it's Captain Marvel. Shoot. Infinity War Saga. Mm-hmm. And and then, of course, we see Nick Fury. You know, Samuel Jackson playing a different kind of Nick Fury, Nick Fury too. I noticed he's almost like time starting to catch up to his character. Like, he's just. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of like old man. He's just kind of like, you know. 
he had a little he, more, he, little, had a little more fight him than he did in Secret Invasion. But yeah, you can tell it's like, yeah. hey, it's, <laughs> I'm, I need, I'm chilling. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is catching up to me. Yeah. We also have Zawei Ashton as our villain of the series or of the movie, Dar Ben, and she's the leader of the Kree at the moment. Mm-hmm. And then we also have. Gary Lewis, who is stars as Emperor Dro- Droge of the uh, Scrolls, and then yeah, it's this movie was a lot of fun. I mean, it just was. It was just so much fun. We, it just it starts out kind of like the way the Miss Marvel series ended, mm-hmm. with she's in a room, and then the next thing she knows, she her little armband or I forget what it's called. Bangle. Her, yes. Her bangle. Yeah. Starts glowing and starts you're just like, Whoa. And then the next thing you know, boom, it shoots her through her closet door. And then you see Miss, then you see Carol pop out and trying to figure out where she's at. Yeah. And that's kind of where that leaves off. That's kind of almost where the sort of where the movie take kind of starts off at, you know, you see Kamala just, daydreaming it's supposed to be doing her homework but she's daydreaming about being bffs with cap with captain marvel and everything and kind of living out that daydream and meanwhile you've got carol's out in like her little spaceship in the middle of space just her and her and the fork and cat (laughs) yeah her and the fork and cat goose and just you could just see how alone and isolated she is by herself and how that's kind of taken a toll, but yet she's still trying to regain her memories from before she got her powers, so she can yeah, her pre-Cree <laughs> pre-Cree uh, memories. Yeah. And then you've got Monica, who's part of this. Well, I to, I hate to use this term, but essentially a space force, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. <laughs> but it's how oh, I forgot the acronym for it. it it's. It's it's saber, saber, yeah. Scientific, scientific aeronautical bio something bioengineering bio. Anyway, it's saber. Thank you. And they're doing some work, and then there's they have these jump points for their spaceships and everything, and Mm -hmm. there's a hole in the jump point. So she goes out there to go check on it, and then in doing so, she ends up because she ends up using her power. She ends up swapping with Kamala, and then Kamala's in the space chute and floating back. And then, yeah, just like in the trailer, you see her, she, you see her fangirling out with Nick Fury. Yes, <laughs> and he's just trying to figure out who in the hell are you. <laughs> he's taking some kind of test. <laughs> yeah, is this yeah. a test for the Avengers? <laughs> yeah, it's she's amazing in this. Just yeah, I just love her character so much. It brings the energy. <laughs> Yeah, it's just so yeah. much youthful energy. You know, just you know, just what would a kid who's yeah, this, growing up with the Avengers like? Would it be like meeting like the superheroes you've watched growing right. up? Like, yep. what would that be like? And it's just, it's hard to, it's hard to be mature about it because you don't have that frame of reference yet. You just, yeah. just excited. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And this is literally her fish out of water story in a way, right? Uh, yeah. Even more so than before, you yeah. know. She gets to go to space, just get heavily it's involved awesome. in things she only saw from the from the sidelines. Yep. But yeah, no, it's great. And so, what what had happened was the reason why our villain is being a villain. So after Carol went and you know, went back, destroyed the AI that was controlling the Kree. They referred to her as the annihilator. Yeah. Because she essentially, by killing that AI, it destroyed everything else on their planet. It destroyed their sun. It destroyed their, their, their air. It destroyed, it dried up their water. So they have, you know, this planet of people are just suffering and Carol doesn't, you know, one didn't realize it and just thought she was helping the Kree by she thought she was freeing them by killing yeah. this AI, but not fully realizing 
what that meant long term afterwards. Right. So Darbin found another bangle, which is the one that is the basically the other part of the pair that that Kamala has. Mm-hmm. So she's and Darbin's like, I got to get the other bangle so that I can complete this thing where essentially she's using the jump points to take all the things that she need she needed that they need for her planet air air water and sun yeah as what we end up finding out throughout the movies that she's targeting places where carol you know the people that carol cares about and and is trying to protect she's targeting those planets for those resources yeah and the reason why they keep getting entangled is because of the other bangle more or less yeah so it's messing with everyone, all three of their powers. So, yeah. So they have to try. You know, obviously, they have to try and stop her and prevent these attacks as they occur. Yeah, like the the swapping happens if they use their power at the same time. So as long as mm-hmm. they're just using it individually, and the other two aren't, they're fine. But as soon as two of them or all three use their powers at the same time, they swap. So I thought that was cool when I first watched it. I was like. Man, this seems like this, they're switching only out of convenience for the plot. But when I watched right. it again, I was listening. They said, well, "No, if we use our power at the same time, that's when we swap." Because so I was yeah. like, "Well, there's times when they were using it, and it doesn't happen." But yeah. you know, it's only if they do it at the same time does it happen. So yeah. I, I like I like that. I also like the chemistry between the three. You know, yeah. they play well off each other, and it was just. And then Captain Marvel was a more likable character this time around. She actually had some personality. Yeah. A few layers to her, you know. She's, she's yeah. She's she's kind of she's hurting. holding secrets. <laughs> she's got some secrets yeah. that she don't want to talk about yes. because you know she's kind of embarrassed. You know, and this is the first time she's seen Monica since she left in the first movie. Yes. And a lot's happened between that time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so, you know, so their first meeting was a little, 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 little tense. Tense, just a hair tense. Meanwhile, yeah. Kamala was here trying to. Yeah. <laughs> Be oh that bridge. God. Yep. <laughs> We're a team. Like she's like even to the point where she's like, you know, I miss Marvel, but hopefully that's okay. <laughs> you know, there was not any copyright that. issues, yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, she's considered it. So yeah. but you know, she says she used it, but she never thought they'd meet. So yeah. now that they are, is it cool? <laughs> yeah. Just doing the twinsies. Yeah. Twinsies. And that didn't work out as planned. <laughs> no. No. You know, and, and you Monica's know, like, "All right, let's move over here. <laughs> let's, let's focus on the mission. Yes, yeah. Let's, let's. Yeah, let me help yeah, you out I, of this awkward situation." But I liked how all three, how they were at the beginning of the movie, they're not the same by the end in more right. ways than one. And so, exactly. got it. They got an art. You no, know, Nick Fury's Nick Fury. It's not following yeah. him, so he doesn't have to really do much of a change and. I liked how they included Kamala's par- uh, family. Yes. Oh my God. They added so much to this movie. Yes. Like just in humor, like they just brought all of that energy from the TV show straight over. Nothing really changed in it. It just, it was perfect. Yeah. They were, they were such a great supporting cast to have included into yes. this movie. Yes. And uh, what else was I going to say? It was it, what they did with the movie. Even if you hadn't watched Captain Marvel, WandaVision, or yeah. this Marvel. I don't think you necessarily have to because they include enough information to give you, get yeah. you caught up a little bit. And then later you can go watch it to get right. better caught up. But you don't yeah. necessarily have to watch the others to enjoy this. No, no. You'd be like, I don't know who these characters That's okay. You don't need to. It'll be all right. It'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. But yeah, totally recommend. It is such a fun time. There's one scene I laugh so hard at. Of course, the the... Goose ends up having kittens and the scene with, with the kittens and trying to evacuate was, yeah. I was just dying because they use the song from the musical cats and it just fits so perfect. And I was just dying. I was having to explain to Grayson why that was so funny and it was just great. So I was watching YouTube video talking about Easter eggs and whatnot when yeah. they brought up cats in the music i'm like man that movie just will not go away it will not go away <laughs> i'm always gonna get references <laughs> yep indeed it was great though i yeah. loved it yeah 
<clears throat> but yeah, I would definitely recommend it. I the way I saw it was, you know what? This movie was fun. It was entertaining. Now, are the are the internet incels not going to like this? Of course not. They're going to shit on it because it's not dudes. So yeah, it's a trio and they put together that work together. It's a great. It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. Your bros, probably, your bros aren't going to like it, but that's all right. It's, maybe it's not for them. Not every movie has to be. Right. I it's mean, solid, and it's a solid movie. It's a good story, and I like the ending and the mid-credit scene is important. Yes. As and it and it wasn't like a lot of. I'm not saying it wasn't any setup, but it wasn't like overly done. Where you're just like, oh, I know what they're saying here. I know it's this. This is connected to something else in the future. It wasn't really like that until kind of towards the end. You know, so it wasn't a lot of distractions. Yeah. This is kind of standalone, <laughs> even though it was connected to previous. You know. Yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, so yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's it's no, it's great. Definitely recommend. And yeah, I don't have much else. If you want to go first, I'll let you go first. All right. <laughs> so I have two other movies. The first one, I watched the movie Priscilla <clears throat> a couple weeks ago. It released November third. This year, runtime of an hour and 53 minutes. It's directed by Sofia Coppola and it stars Callie or Kaylee Spaney as Priscilla, Jacob Lordy as Elvis, Ari Cohen as Captain, I think it's Brillo, Priscilla's stepfather, Nagmara Domichik, I think that's what it is, Domichik as Anne, Priscilla's mother. Tim Post as Vernon Presley, Elvis's father. <clears throat> when teenage Priscilla meets Elvis Presley, the man who's already meteoric, I mean, uh, who already has a meteoric rock and roll superstar, becomes someone entirely unexpected in private moments, a thrilling crush, an ally in loneliness, a vulnerable best friend. <clears throat> so briefly, just this kind of chronicles when Elvis and Priscilla first meet. They're both stationed in Germany. Her stepfather is an army stationed there as well. And Priscilla currently is 14 years old in high school. So she's at a diner and a friend of Elvis approaches her saying he's seen her there several times and was wondering if she'd be interested in meeting Elvis because there's a party going on. And of course she's 14, has to ask her parents. So she does and they don't want her to go. Of course, she's wanting to go by herself. So my thing is, if she's trying to meet Elvis, go with go. You know, your parents go with her. But but eventually, they get talked into letting her go. She meets him, and it's just kind of weird, weird vibes, energy. But it doesn't go too far. He ends up sending her back home. But he goes on like different times with taking her on a date, going to the movies and different things. But then he gets sent back to the States. And so they're mostly interact through phone calls, like long distance relationships. She's missing them, not focusing on school and just want to, I guess, be with him. And, but eventually he gets her to visit him in Memphis and even going to Las Vegas and eventually has her move in with him, get, get a temporary guardianship, which I thought was crazy. It's just, it's um, wild wild and then you know he's going on tour a lot making movies so he's not really at home and so again she's still by herself even though she's there and it's basically him grooming her till she's 21 and they get married <laughs> and he is kind of a different person he's a little possessive very i guess aggressive in nature when she does things he doesn't like she can't leave the place like she's sitting out he gets her a dog and she's sitting out in the yard near the, the gate where her fans are outside and they're telling her, like, don't sit here. You can't make a spectacle of yourself. And, you know, so she doesn't have a lot of freedom, but she still goes with it because she's young. She doesn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just, yeah, I feel like people that are fans of Elvis are going to like it because it shows him shows the things that they really didn't put out till later. And, but it is what it is. The acting's good, though. Yep. Elvis, the, the actor playing Elvis, I think does a, does a decent job. He doesn't actually look like him, look like him, but you know, does a decent performance. Actually, plays Priscilla did well. 
I mean, it's going to get nominated for sure. Just, I feel like it will. Performances are good, but it's a weird, strange, uncomfortable story. But it happened. It still it happens. Did. It's still happening. Nope. Yeah, that's all I got on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, for me, I, I watched... I watched David Fincher's new movie, The Killer, which dropped on Netflix November 10th this past Friday. It's rated R with a runtime of one hour, 58 minutes, which is not for a Fincher movie. It's actually pretty good, short, you know, fairly short amount of time film. After a fateful near miss, an assassin battles his employers and himself on an international manhunt. He insists isn't personal. It's a little personal. <laughs> Spoiler alert. So yeah, so the stars, excuse me, stars Michael Fassbender as the killer, and Tilda Swinton as the expert, Charles Parnell, which you may remember from Top Gun Maverick and a couple other movies. He plays the lawyer. Arliss Howard plays the client. Carrie O'Malley plays Dolores. Sophie Char- Sophie Charlotte plays Magdala. And yeah, it. This is a it's it's a very pulpy kind of noir style film. And even if you look at the poster, it's a very kind of a pulp comic book look at you know design and everything. This movie is shot very much like a David Fincher movie with which is nothing but you know high praise on that. The lighting and colors and you know tones they use very, you know, trademark David Fincher. Trent Reznor, of course, and Atticus, I can't think of his name, provide the score again. I think they've been doing David Fincher's score ever since Social Network. It's just, you know, got a perfect team up on that. There's a lot of voiceover. Like, most of Michael Fassbender's dialogue is voiceover, which kind of adds to the noir kind of feel to it. Yeah. A lot of use of shadows as well and it's so it's so it's an hour and 58 feels a little bit longer just because it's having to take its time because that's kind of what he says you know he's like you you have to basically take your time stick to the plan do not improvise just you know do what you're do what you know don't try and deviate from the plan and it it's yeah, it's very kind of methodical in nature, but he's but yeah he makes a mistake and as he finds out there might have been more to it than what he knew, and so he tracks down you know everything that all the people that may be involved and then goes and takes care of business yeah and but he deviates from what he keep you know from his rules so to speak but again as much as he tries to remind himself this isn't personal you know it's it's a little pretty <laughs> like in the end it's, it's a little personal but it is it is beautifully i mean fastbender is awesome i mean no big surprise there yeah but he he's great in this it's a great movie definitely worth watching i this would be good on a big screen, but you're not you're not going to be hindered in your enjoyment if you watch it at the house, you know. On, so on Netflix, it's but definitely kind of set aside about you know roughly two hours to watch it, so you can. It's definitely one you want to sit through and just watch all the way through and not try and do in increments. I think it yeah. does kind of take a little bit take away a little bit from that, but it's pretty cool. One thing I never thought about: if you ever thought about how do I want to be sh- like I. I want to take someone's laptop and make sure they can't I want to destroy someone's laptop. You think, okay, well, I can beat the hell out of it. I can light it on fire. Have you ever thought about just closing the laptop and then using a staple gun? Or not a staple gun, a nail gun? Like for. Yeah. Just using a nail gun? <laughs> like, he did that in the movie. I go, damn. I'm like, all right, that's one way to do it. Yeah, you ain't getting that thing back open. Plus, no. everything inside of it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "All right, well that that's a new way to do it, but also very effective." Yeah. <laughs> Get right. the job done. <laughs> yes, and then I'm like, "All right, that's just a uh, paperweight now." Gotcha. 
but no, I I really enjoy it. I would definitely recommend it, especially if you like if you're like me and a fan of David Fincher's movies and his style. Then yeah, yeah, definitely recommend for sure. So check it out, check it out. I'll probably rewatch it again to be honest, just because I just really enjoy. I enjoy watching his movies, just kind of let it soak in. But then I love rewatching to see what I missed and see what he does with the camera and what I may have not seen the first time around. So good stuff. Definitely check out the killer on the Netflix. Alrighty. So the same day I watched Priscilla, I watched the Marsh King's daughter. Okay. Which also released November 3rd runtime of an hour, 49 minutes directed by Neil Berger and written by L Smith and Mark L. Smith, L E L L E. Ah, all right. <laughs> who did a screenplay and it's based on a book of the same name by Karen Dion. Stars Daisy Ridley as Helena. And then you have uh, Brooklyn Prince, who plays young Helena. Ben Middleson as her dad, Jacob. Garrett Hedlund as Stephen, who is her husband as she, when she gets older. Karen Pistorius as Helena's mother. Which they never said her name. So let's see. Got Joey Carson as Marigold, who's Helena's daughter. And Gil Birmingham as Clark, who's local law enforcement. So this movie's about a woman who seeks revenge against the man who kidnapped her mother. So Helena was raised in the wilderness and taught survival skills by her father, Jacob. One day, while Jacob is off on a hunt by himself, a man on ATV arrives. Possibly seeking help, but kind of sketchy. But he's looking for help because he's lost. Jacob happens to return at the same time and fires upon the man. While Helena's mom grabs her and they both flee on the ATV and head to the police station. So while while they're there, we learn that Jacob, one, is a wanted man. Two, he kidnapped Helena's mother and ended up having a kid with her. So that's how she was born. And so... She doesn't really believe it. They have her locked in a in a room isolated from her mom and she sees the bracelet that her dad gave her hanging on the window outside. So she leaves. <laughs> but she also has tattoos that he gave her dots on her face representing tears. The only tears he wants to see her on her mm-hmm. face, you know, then he gives <laughs> her different tattoos for achievements like in hunting and just I guess achievement tattoos. Oops, call it that. Dang. And, um, <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> Can just put a couple of patches on a vest. <laughs> right. Nope. Tattoo. But, you know, she escapes and ends up meeting up with her dad because he's ducked off in the alley, blowing a, a flute that he that she hears and recognizes. But no sooner than they meet up, police arrive, arrest him. And, uh, yeah, that's that. So he gets locked up for 20 years. But since then, Helena's lived her life. She's gotten married. She's got a daughter, has her own family. But her dad breaks out during a transport to another facility and escapes in a vehicle with three, two other people, but is presumed dead because that car is found to be burning in the mm. woods. And because of DNA they find, they link him and say, oh, he's dead too. But there's some weird things happening, and Helena feels like only her dad could do these certain things, so she suspects he's alive. And Maybe out to either, re, you know, get her daughter or bring yeah. her back in because, you know, he claims he misses her. But she starts learning different things about her mom and true nature of her dad. So she goes to seek him out, basically. And, you know, the rest of the movie is just one, her figuring out the pieces that she may have missed when she was younger. You know, trying to make sure her daughter didn't have the same life that she had. And when the news of her dad's escape and supposed death the secret comes out because she never told her husband about her dad and what happened when she was young right. so everything's news to him which he's he knows who the mar so the, he so her dad got the nickname of marsh king which people know about it but they had no idea she was the daughter at least he didn't her husband didn't and uh, but i mean it's it's cool it's kind of like a becomes like a cat and mouse thing with her and her father interacting and then her trying to protect her daughter and gotcha but it kind of inspired me want to read this book as well because <laughs> i like the performances and the acting but i want to read the book now <laughs> yeah see what's what was left out 
the pacing was okay. Performances were fine. But I guess what negative it just feels. I don't know. It's like it wasn't a, like it wasn't a lot. Like the story was okay, but it just felt like it wasn't. I don't know how much they pulled from the book. You know, right? In there. Yeah. So it just felt a little little light, a little empty gotcha. in spots. But it's an okay watch. If you're a fan of Daisy Ridley and Ben Mendelsohn, you know, check it out or wait for streaming. You know. But that's cool. All I got from that. <laughs> Well, this week for trailers, or this week, sorry, not for trailers, this week coming out to theaters, we have The Hunger Games, Songbirds and Snakes, the prequel, the movie Thanksgiving, yep, the horror movie Thanksgiving, let me rephrase that, Trolls 3, Band Together, or just Trolls calling Band Together. Mm-hmm. I just realized as I was writing it, they really missed out on an opportunity on the B for Band. The, the curve that makes the B just mm-hmm. should have just done that in a different color to make the three. Anyways, well, uh, at least, the, at least band, the loop section, the loop, right? Section, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. 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 That would have worked. Yeah. Taika Waititi's new movie, latest movie, next goal wins mm-hmm. and do not disturb, which apparently is a horror movie that is coming out, which I didn't, I just saw on IMDb. So. Do not disturb. And I'm, I think, thought killers of the flower moon was supposed to come out on apple tv but they can they've taken that off and just says to be released at a later date because they just, want to get that box uh, office money oh they still do a hundred percent because because i legit did a search and it's like yeah like if you pull it up on apple tv plus it just says in theaters now coming at a later date apple tv plus and that's it yeah, because for sure it re- originally had November 10th as the... I thought so, yeah. yeah. So I was looking forward to rewatching it so we could talk about it. But right. I was like, all right. And here we are. Yep. So I'll probably still have to go to the theater to go see it. <laughs> and then what, what, watch the next day it'll come out on Apple TV. Yeah, so, as soon as you watch it. like We're, we're just yep. waiting for Jeff to watch it so we can put it I out. Know. Some people. <laughs> uh. Yeah, because I was going to tell my friend because she was wanting to watch it, but I told her, I was like, Three hours and twenty seven minutes. I'll wait till streaming. Yeah, so exactly. Let me see if it's coming out, so I can tell her. Like, ah, it's not coming out, so I can't find it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they they're getting that box office money. That's yeah. all. Because they know as soon as they put it on Apple TV, that number's gonna go down. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So one thing, TV wise, freaking Loki was amazing. That season closed. That season ended. Woof. Yeah, I watched it again last night. Like, so good. It was so yeah. good. Everything just. This was a great season. Like for a season two of a Marvel show, they really did a good job. It could, it kind of got a little tiring at times, but they it really came together and worked out really well. Was very, very happy with the way it ended. Coming out this Friday for TV, I'm very excited. Reacher season two drops. Yes. Yes, sir. Reacher's back. He is literally <laughs> in that pic in that picture. Yes. He's put on. I was like, nah, I see what he did. I see what he did. <laughs> and then for me on Apple TV Plus, season four for all mankind drops or it starts, I should say. So I am extremely excited about that. Two of my favorite shows are kicking back into gear. So I'm just in time for yeah. this time here. Very excited. Happy dance and everything. So here we go. <laughs> if only I could get one more season of Jack Ryan, I would be like over the moon, but it's not going to happen. So yeah. Just take, I'll just take what you can get. <laughs> yep. Rewatch if I need to. So. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So a lot of, another group of great movies coming out and for us to talk about here coming up. So yeah, uh, everything's coming together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I finished Upload. Yeah. Uh, they had their final two episodes come out. I mean, I, I like the season overall. It did kind of feel like they may have lost some steps along the way, but... Yeah. I mean, it's still following the same path they were on. Path, yeah. It did end where they'll probably have another season left it open. Okay. So, um, just in case. Yeah, just in case. I'm pretty... I mean, they, they need to because there's it's too many... Too much left open. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I finished the Changeling book. I finished mm-hmm. that. And, yeah, um, man. 
So it's pretty one-to-one the show in the book up until the point where they leave the island. I'll just say that. And then yeah. okay. there's about 34 chapters after that that they may be able to make another season, maybe four to six episodes they could do. Okay. But after reading, I feel like they should have just did the whole book in this season. Cause yeah. And the way it ended in the series, I think might just be like a dream or some kind of mm. thing that is kind of like a foreshadow of what happens later. Cause it takes another, another little twist, <laughs> I guess. Gotcha. So yeah, but it was good. It was good. <clears throat> cool. Yeah. Yay. Now I'm reading Erasure for yeah. American literature that comes out next month. Okay. Or American fiction. American fiction. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Cool beans. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. We will talk to you all next week with another amazing episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show and have a moment, please rate and review. It helps us out a lot. Also, recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or also has kids. You can find us on Twitter at PA Movie Podcast and on Instagram at parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, and join in on the fun.